They did, a, they did a test on YouTube, right? A guy, they, it was a homeless guy. He um, he, he was walking around homeless asking people for a dollar, right? In, mm -hmm. in a neighborhood, right? They put him in a suit, right? Same haircut, everything. They put him in a suit and he asked for a dollar the same exact way. Everybody, get, most people gave the uh, the same homeless man in a suit a dollar because the perception was he don't need it. He just asked for a dollar. Right. But you wouldn't give it to the person in need. I got money on my mind. I'm just trying to get some dough. I ain't picking up my lot unless it's money on the phone. Gotta get it on the daily. All I want is dubs. You know what I'm on. I've been chasing after paper. All I know is broad money marathon. Capital gains. And we're back with capital. Hey, dog. You know, capital gains, baby. Capital gains. What's this episode three? I'm interested. So, oh, y'all don't know it's what category? It's an episode. Uh, it's an episode. It's an episode. Yeah, it's an episode. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, we're here. We are here. We are present. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm back. Miss Parker, Daydreams. What? The queen is back. Yo, I, you know what I want to talk about, guys, for real? Perception versus reality. Like, it's like a big topic in, in what I'm doing recently, like, because I'm building perception for a lot of different clients and stuff like that. Mm hmm. What is perception and how different is it from reality? <laughs> what do you mean by perception? Break it down. Per okay, so perception meaning, yeah, I mean, that's like uh, the literal definition is, uh, I don't know, but perception basically, I guess it's the thought of what you think something is. It's, is that like basically yeah, it's your really perspective is. of somehow you see something your perspective yeah. your perspective what is it, the ability to see hear or become aware of something through the senses mm. it's perception mm. it's deep you know what i mean that was deep <laughs> that is perception the state of being uh or process of becoming aware of something through the senses so like can you can you you know our show is What's basically about you, what it was, it was the way you interpret something okay you know what i mean I so, think that's the that's the the, the literal what we're talking so I about. I guess our main goal, like, you know, for this podcast really is to just, you know, talk about helping people just grow, like, you mm -hmm. know, in business, um, and, and just personal self-development, right? Mm -hmm. Is perception the key to success? Mm, in today, in today's in today's society, yes. In today's today, society, right now, absolutely. Yes, yes. Um we were just talking about it with the last podcast, you know what I mean? Just how how you look. How you're perceived by the public, how you interact with them, not you know what I mean? Not not just how you look, but how you interact with people. It, it all makes a difference in your in your in your in your your come up on right. business. Because you know what, what I mean? you see, you like you said, you know how they say like uh, the first person is everything. Yeah. The first thing you see, you're automatically gonna judge that person on. Right. Like if I pull up to a business meeting in a Rolls Royce, you're gonna listen to everything I got to say because you're like, well, obviously he made it, right? You don't even got to know I rented it or I bought yeah. it, whatever. Yeah. You just think, okay, Rolls Royce success. Yeah. If I pull up in a '98 Honda Accord, you're like, shut up. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that, that's perception. That's, yeah, it's perception. Do you think it's good, bad, or does it matter? That can hurt you. I it know, depends on I know what you're a lot of wealthy people that's who perception. be wearing them old school soccer Nikes, bro, and they walking around with 60K in cash in their pocket. Right. And they wearing white tees and jeans, and these people, millionaires. That's, and that's why I say it depends on what you're trying to accomplish. You know what I mean? If you are trying to be an influencer and be in public, be a public figure is what they're calling it right now. Right. Then, yeah, it will work in your favor to <laughs> boost your perception 
of yourself to to outwardly. To I took people. a little offense to that. It's like a public figure. I'm like, well, bro. <laughs> I'm like, because I think I fall in that category. But I think we all bit. fall in that pu- yeah. in, as a public figure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for real. Like that's what that's what they're calling. It's not just because you. Would, would any one of us call ourselves a celebrity? Nope. No. I don't think nobody calls himself. A, you know what I mean? Like, I think that term is dead. I right. mean, you know what I mean? I mean that that's your Taylor Swifts. Right. That you know what I mean? Right. Your, your right. Eddie Murphys and right. shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, right. why were those your go-to's? Out of curiosity, because I picked a white person and a black person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was just like, you I'm not discriminating. Was a male okay. and a female. That was, good. that was good. That was good that politics was right there. That was good politics. <laughs> that's crazy. All right, let me um, to piggyback on that um, from my basic perspective over here. Um, perception, ahead, right, is essentially how people look at you. Right. Is what I'm getting. So. I guess the question you're asking is, how should you come off the, in business today, right? Should you come off as, I guess, looking cool? Is it more so relatable? Is it like, how should you come off and why should you do it for each situation? Well, number one, relatability is the biggest thing that sells, right? So before you build this perception of something that's false, right? You don't have to build a false perception. Yeah. You just have to build a perception that is likable to the audience that you want to attract. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to figure out your target audience. Right. 100%. Who are you know your people. Who are you relatable to? Yeah. But just remember, like, you know, as you build your perception, damn, I lost my fucking point. I ain't no, let's, let's start from the <laughs> so, so how do you, how do, how do you, how would most people start to find their target audience to even build their perception? They're like, okay, I want to start doing this. Like, what do they... Is there is is there somebody they should model themselves after? Should they just know who they're tar- trying to target? Is there uh, should should there be like a woman involved? There should be like I, you know what I mean? How what does that look like? Hmm, that's a good one to start. How do you start to build your perception? Well, what do you want people to perceive? Like, what do you want people to think? I, I kind of like so for like where I am in certain parts of business, like I have to go through points of rebranding and remarketing because of where I'm taking certain companies because like. I have a background of having a lot of cannabis videos and stuff like that. So Ooh. this isn't always um, the best business. You know, um, like when I'm doing corporate, it's not always the best perception to have. Be like, oh, you're mm-hmm. possibly always high, even though I am. But I believe most people who conduct business, they are high. I got to be. Gotta so, be. But back in the day, we was gave you a bad perception. Yeah. Yeah. You feel me? Because everybody, like, even even when we used to be on Zoom calls and you smoking weed, to us it's like, whatever, right? We're successful doing what we need to do. Yeah. But to other people, it's like, whoa, all you smoking doing, weed. All y'all doing is just sitting around smoking weed. Y'all right. That's the perception that's of the weed. Perception. Right. Yes. Yeah, so because that is that common narrative when it comes to what I do, I have to make sure that I brand and structure out a different perception of what it actually is, how I live my day to day in order to protect my brand. So how did that look like? What did that look like for you when you, okay, I need to start separating myself from this, this cannabis industry, I love, which I love so much. I still have an identity in that, but I need to start doing things in this other room. Yeah, how, do, do, how do you do that? I do government contracting and like I give certain curriculum to other schools and stuff like that. So they don't want to see somebody smoking weed and you talking to children, you feel me? Right. So... <laughs> The best thing I could do was um, limit their reach because I still wanted to be able to be myself, but it's how I allow people to see me on social media. So being able to control. Is it worth it as far as like changing who you feel you are uh, to be able to appease like a certain segment as far as like um, 
you know, like you said, you don't want government contractors looking a certain way. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's worth changing um, just who you are in general? Well, is it changing who you are or just so not putting everything out there? Right. Um, you know what I mean? So like that, I mean, I, I guess what, what we're saying is, yeah, we smoke weed, but that don't mean we got to smoke weed on our Instagram stories. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? More, yes, exactly. But do you feel like you're switching though? No. Like, no. no. I don't think that's like selling out. It's almost like, it's um, the way my the way my emperor says, it's like omission. Like, I don't have to let you know every single thing about me in order for me to be able to conduct business with you. Right. I'm like, you don't get a probe into my life because people also have to realize when it comes to social media, you are, you control what goes on that camera. That part. You allow people to see what you want. To, you are the one who creates the perception of you. So... I have the ability to show them I smoke cannabis or not show them I smoke cannabis. And if it's going to be detrimental to how much money I can make for my family, it would be behoove me not to smoke cannabis on camera. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, let's just. <laughs> you okay over yeah. yeah. It's twinkles. All right. Like for me, the perception <laughs> of business credit or credit in general, someone that actually teaches that mm-hmm. is you're balling, you're popping, whatever vehicle you have is, you know, a luxury car. So if you are not, then the perception is like, okay, is she really getting in her bag? Because if I go back into 2019, when I met Pete, I was driving a Hyundai, but I had an 800 credit score. I had money in the bank. But someone that's doing business with me is like, nah, she can't be really getting it because she's driving a $300 car. And that's that person. Yeah, so and it does. It does. I mean, because I gotta break. I gotta. You making me spend. Money. Hold on, but let me ask you a question Just, though. But does it? Does it? Does it? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, but I'm saying if you know that, right? Change the perception. Because if we know these cheat codes, right? Implement them and win. Right. Go rent. Go rent the. Go rent the. Go rent the Mercedes Benz for about an hour or two. Or uh, for the well, day, you, you know? hold on, hold on. Yeah, you ain't even gotta rent it. Work, you ain't even gotta rent it. It's not even about like no? you don't gotta falsify. The, you can. It, like let's say you have a big business meeting to go to, and you want your perception to be so high that you want to land that client. Because once you land them, you got them. Right. right? Cool. Go rent that. But I'm not saying just rent it for Instagram. Be like, hey guys, look no. at me, my Mercedes. No, no, that's not what I was saying. I was saying rent. Go pull up to the business meeting. Got you. Conduct the business. Oh, okay. Boom. One hundred percent. You know but what I mean? Now the next time though? you pull up in, a, I mean, if you pull up in a Honda, it's just like, okay, yes, yeah, man. Don't whatever. Be, you know, don't I mean? go oh. break your bread for no regular Joe Smo. If you're not of doing that not. type of business to where you like, where you got real paperwork shifting <clears> across <throat> and these six, seven figure deals, don't go spend like. Two four seven hundred dollars just to show out for some bums. Spend it. When is a good when is a good opportunity for or when is a good time for somebody to be like and Every how can time. I how can I how can I boost my appearance <laughs> and still not break the bank? I will say this. He's not joking when he says every time. Every time. Okay, so look. I'll tell you one thing. So we have, we, we, you know, we at the record label, right? We work at the record label. Um, I'm the vice president of digital marketing at this record label. Cool. Um, Every day I walk in, I don't walk in with slides and regular t-shirt. I could. Mm -hmm. That's my office. I can do whatever I want. I come in, bust down, shirts on point. I'm looking how, because whoever walks in that office, and I get it all the time. Bro, what do you really do? You don't do marketing. What you really do, bro? You get what I'm saying? Cause I that's my the perception I give off is that guy does something and he's successful at it. Right. Just off but of the To but. his point, he's not around regular Joe Smokes. Like these aren't bums that yeah. he's coming. He's just sitting at a label. So 
He, he's like regardless. He, he, he has to spend it. <laughs> regardless. No, but okay. But what I'm saying is like you don't gotta spend it all. Yeah. You just have to spend it enough that the perception is what you want people to believe, so you can achieve that goal. Mm. All the all, the major thing is just achieving that goal. Fuck everything else. Mm. Just get the goal popping. A lot of people need to move as well because people in your and where you're from they perceive you a certain way and that also can be limited to your business developing mm. that part that's deep so I like that let's stay how, there for a second like and you talking about move like uproot no, different get, city right move to a different city different I had to location. do that I can speak yeah. I can speak on that like for real like and back when I was in LA I had to get up out of the four corners of where I was at and hit the valley and go straight to the because it was it was beneficial to me you know what I mean? Right. To be in the apartment that I was in, to to to, so I, it, it was just closer. I didn't have to drive an hour and a half and stuck in traffic. And you know, whenever I had shit going on in my house, it was the perception like, damn, this is what he's doing. Damn, it's it's working. He's it's, it's bringing him some type of success. You know what I mean? And nobody can question it. So why do we have to leave our hometowns to to get some recognition from? Like, you know what I mean? Every time, like, say I'm from Philly, right? Mm -hmm. I had I didn't get respect as a director until I left Philly. Yeah. And then he's like, no, that's the guy from Philly right there. You get what I'm saying? Like, why do we have to leave our hometowns to get the respect from our hometown? Can I ask you back uh, that same question? Do you think it's more so you leaving and people saw you different or you saw yourself different leaving? It's the perception of I left and most people don't leave because... You know, our that subconscious part. mind is scared of change. Yeah. Nobody really wants to change, right? People are, change is scary to almost everybody, yep. right? So the people that do venture off and just change, be like, fucking them out. Mm -hmm. We look at that person like, oh, that's brave. Yeah, he got out of here. He got out of here. Yeah. Shit. Now, now, it's just, now you want to watch it like a movie. It's like, Hell no. what is it, he doing it now? It depends on where you right. go. I don't feel like nobody about that who downgrade. I'm like, oh no, you stupid. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, why would you go from there to there? Like in retrospect, Unless I unless it was a financial situation, I don't see myself ever moving back to Detroit. Like in the suburbs, yeah, certain areas possibly, but living there, no, not at all. What's the biggest reason? Mainly because them potholes, hell no. That's one. <laughs> like LA got the same problem. Bro, the potholes, um, the laws, um, the lack of sunlight, they got like winter almost eight months out the year. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm Gucci, bro. So <laughs> If I didn't have to put myself in that situation, I'm not going to be in that situation. And it's just, and then also with me moving from that area, a lot of people, like my family is very well known in the Detroit area, like in the Southwest Detroit, people know their last names and stuff. And like certain um, three letter acronyms get thrown around with some of my family members. If y'all like watch TV, y'all can pick up on the shows from Detroit. But um, BMF, was that, did I get it? So yeah, um, some of them like some like I got a lot of females in my family. So I was the first male in for like twenty years. So even like my mom and them like I can't do nothing in the D without somebody be like like I couldn't do nothing without nobody telling my mama. So just that alone, just because I look just like that woman, everybody know my family. I have a certain you know like blanket over me because of where I come from and if I want to be known for myself you know sometimes it's best if I go establish what I can elsewhere just because change the perception people always gonna look at me as peach's son sometimes change the perception <laughs> change the perception well, who determines the perception though like how, the people. how do you guys gauge it like who is sorry who is the actual person that you're gauging it off to say you know I look this way in front of this group or this person like how are you guys gauging this as far as perception 
I feel like that depends on how conscious you are as the individual, because some people don't know that they're cre- they're putting a perception of themselves out there. And for those of us who are content creators and we're mindful of the angles and the filters and the certain things, like we're being mindful of how people perceive us. Mm-hmm. And that's not, and an uh, average individual may not be mindful of the type of things that they're doing. How do you know how people perceive you though? You know what I mean? Like how, how are you judging that? Like just engagement yeah. from social media or talking to you, like, you know what I mean? People will tell you how they feel or the comments will tell you if they like something, if they don't like something, you had a good point, that's stupid, whatever. Like the audience kind of gives you the feedback on how you can, you know, fix up your perception to get more. You know, you really want to know? <laughs> Go live. <laughs> they tell you the truth oh, for man. real. <laughs> yeah, don't that's how you know. Go live, fam. <laughs> no, be bold. See what the people tell you. See yeah, yeah. I'm sure think say. about it's you. Tough to do, but the truth is so important though because the truth gets you to the next level of where you're trying to go. You have if you never know what people criticism. want or people appreciate or people want to look at, how do you know where to start? Right. Mm. Um, that's why I tell I tell A-B Tanny, testing right. Mm. Oh, I, I tell Tanny, you know, uh, when we were starting this thing out, you know, he was like, don't, I don't look at the comments. I was like, sometimes you got to look at the comments. I don't look at the comments. You got to look at the comments. Look at the comments. comments. Because sometimes the comments has like useful criticism, you know what yeah. I mean? Constructive criticism. It's also a double-edged sword though, you know, you know what because what I mean? you don't want to change well, who you are too because of the comments. Well, no, but you, you always, you got to, you want to, you, you got to, that's how you figure out who your audience is though. Right, yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, so all my years and all my years doing YouTube videos, social media, and everything. One thing that I did realize, and people consistently told me that it was like, we like how authentic you are, how you express yourself, and how you break things down to a in a specific capacity. Right. So I got that based off of my community expressing these things through me by me being open to communicate with them. So. These are their comments. I wouldn't have known how to scale if I didn't have these conversations with them. Do you feel like looking at the comments can actually dilute who you are as far as your perspective on anything? Can't nothing dilute. It depends on your mentality. Yeah, it depends on how strong you are as a person. Like, just like, okay, if your man sells drugs, that means you're going to sell drugs too because you just easily influence. I mean, if you see a a comment and somebody was like, man, motherfucker got an ugly ass shirt on. If you just, you know what I mean? It's like, you see stupid shit. Now you in the mirror, change the shirt. You you know, you (laughs) got to, and I say that just to be. Just, just to be funny, but comments like that, you gotta like kind of know what people are out there trying to be malicious and the people who take are out constructive there criticism, to... not bullshit. Hey, exactly. bro, this remind me of my younger social media days when I used to be snapping and stuff, and then like I like yeah, like one thing I did learn is like I ain't got the energy to be entertaining everybody and everything, and so you are gonna have to really understand how how powerful your silence is when it comes to responding to people on social media. Well, you was ranting and yelling at people. That's because people is suckers out here, bro. Yo, why you gotta be so gangster? Yo, so he was out here. What, what is snapping? What do you what do you mean when you snapping? Like, okay, so I'm well, you know, Detroit terminology. Um, like I was telling people how of a piss poor job they do in multiple ways. You know, he was well known. Oh, you was like literally snapping on people, like, bro, you ain't shit. Yeah, you pretty. Know. He much. was gone YouTube. Yeah. Like, you on shit detail because you're doing a shit job. You're doing like, a shit job. It got, shit patrol. Shit patrol. <laughs> Pretty shit much. Patrol. And it got so, like, because of my report and what it was and what I was so well known for doing, if I, if I said certain people's names within the community, they instantly started losing money. It's like a form of doxing. Pretty much because... It's just like, you like what the, better you way like to a, take out the competition? Like if Yelp was a person. <laughs> yeah, for, <laughs> fuck that for this contract stuff, yeah. Like, fuck that nigga? Bad, we ain't fucking with him. <laughs> That's crazy. Because I come with receipts. 
But I, mean, I let people live. I'm a little older. I let people live. Now. That's also a great marketing strategy if you want to just go that route because super extremism on social media it does works. extremely well. Yeah, because yeah, people love drama. And you also, once again, we're talking about perception, but once I, that's not how I want it to be perceived because I want to be perceived as intellect, as an educator. I don't want to be the person who you look to to always be debating with individuals because right. I don't got the time. Man, that don't pay me enough. Does that perception make things hard, make it harder to do business if you're just always like on the the the, the contrarian mode? You know what I mean? Yes, because it gives people the perception that you are difficult to conduct business with and it prevents them from wanting to do things with you or otherwise they'll only come to you for that combative energy so that they can leverage off of that. They just call you call you for silly debates at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, bro. And, and they will be particularly recording it. Like, yeah, and then they're going to run that clip yeah. on YouTube and try and embarrass you. About, how does perception work in the credit game? Um, how do you have to come off or how do you have to have people perceive you? That is a very to, good question, Dave. Because yeah. I feel like, I mean, there's a lot of really good people that do it and a lot of scammers out there. How do you use perception to work for you? lifestyle showing what you're doing on a daily basis you have to um show and prove people yeah. want to see that they want to see that you're living what you're teaching right like when he mentioned you know you're in a hyundai i wasn't thinking about it and he's like you're playing safe and it wasn't that i was playing safe people just didn't know that i was stacking my bread to make an investment move mm. but he was like no somebody. you're it's gonna <laughs> the people are gonna come because as many of us know and if you don't know People give money to people who have it. Right. So if you're in a Hyundai, they're like, uh, she's not really doing what she's, she says she claims she does. Right. But if you're popping out in a Lambo, maybe that might be extreme. But even a Mercedes, like, right. okay, she must be really doing but, something. Okay, but see, look at it as but who is they? You know what I mean? Who is saying these things like, oh, well, she's not doing this thing? You know, are those the people that you want to buy the book? Are this the people? You know, those what are potential like, clients yeah. for potential, sure. You want to you want to show that to the potential clients, like, yeah. hey, this is what I'm doing, and this is how look, I do they did it. a test. You can do that, right? They did it. They did a test on YouTube, right? A guy, they, it was a homeless guy. He um he, he was walking around homeless, asking people for a dollar, right? In mm -hmm. in a neighborhood, right? They put him in a suit, right? Same haircut, everything. They put him in a suit. And he asked for a dollar the same exact way. Everybody, gave, most people gave the uh, the same homeless man in a suit a dollar because the perception was he don't need it. He just asked for a dollar. Right. But you wouldn't give it to the person in need. Actually, I want you to go deeper on this, actually, because I think it's actually a really big point. Why is that? It's a play on human psychology, bro. It's just understanding the human dynamic. People like flashy things. We come from flashy societies, especially melanin. I'll go one better for you. People only want to support what's popping. We only want to that support is, what's already what, right. what's already doing good. We don't want to report the guy that we or the person that we feel like is not doing well. Like some of us out of the kindness of a heart will, but the vast majority. Last time you seen a homeless person, did you did you give him any money? Did you talk to him? Yeah. Did you did you give your time? You know what I mean? Because we just so closed off. This ad is brought to you by Capital Gains. What's going on, y'all? It's directed here, Peter Parker, and my course, Gorilla Filmmaker, is finally here. I know, I've been promising y'all for a long time now, year after year, but I've been working very hard on this course, perfecting it, so you guys get the most value out of it, right? I mean, listen, I've packed this with so many videos, so much content that you have to win, right? It's a must, must, must buy course. And if you get it right now, it's just half off. Let me tell you what's involved, right? It's like, if you first get your camera, 
and you're ready to start making money, I'm gonna show you how to make some money. This course is not just about technical skills, skills, yeah, we're gonna get busy, we're gonna show you what cameras to buy and, and how to get the best quality out your camera, but it's really about increasing your income and 10xing your company. Are you ready to take not only your videography skills to the next level, but actually make a company and actually start scaling your company to make more money? Gorilla Filmmaker is the course for you. I promise you, I've waited this long on purpose to give y'all the greatest course I could possibly give. So make sure y'all tap in, click the link in the bio, and join the Gorilla Filmmaker family. To the, the people that we've counted out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's based on the way we were, I'm not saying, that's just based on the way how we were educated because um, basic through supply and demand, educate, like basic economics, we're taught that there is a certain value that comes along with this type of marketing because of the branding and this we think this is this also means security because yeah. these names and this monetary value is associated with it like i just um i had talked to jean bull about um these this particular um shoe company and he was like man i just get some harachis i'm like that's crazy that you will pick this well-made form brand and you would just be like no i don't want that just because you'll go with nike because they have this strong branding power here right. it's based on the perception the marketing power that is put behind it right and when you uh, when you put marketing power behind your perception people are going to and if you're putting the right stuff behind it like the proper cars proper jewelry and also if you want a proper house like the perception of me when i was in detroit Versus when I moved to my high rise in Miami off of the water, completely different. I made thirty k in a weekend just on the I will say that. So, in um, Pete's perspective, when he shows up to a meeting for a music video, documentary, whatnot, and he's wearing that jewelry, they do not question if his budget for them is thirty, forty thousand. Right. You're not going to ask him for a discount. You're asking for a Peter Putter, Peter Parker production right and he's saying it's thirty thousand. they're is, not saying no right well i because you know what it is in their heads it's like you're willing to spend it on yourself so you don't need my money mm -hmm. right so sometimes when, when people feel like you need something it's devalued right but if if it's like oh you don't need it i'm willing to give it to you because you know what I mean I, it's like a safety for some people so we, we're talking about some reverse psychology shit you know 100%. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's, it's crazy. It's like that. I don't, I don't know. Brandon, I, I'd actually say it a different way. I'd say it's actually, I think it's more innate in the fact that people only help people that want to help themselves. Right. You know what I mean? So like mm. you were saying to your example, the only reason why they gave the businessman, because oh, he's got it. You know what I mean? But they don't want to help the guy that clearly didn't have it only because they realized that, okay, he's trying or he's going through something, you know, something like that, okay, he's trying. Or he's going through something, you know, something situational as opposed to the guy. They're like, eh, he's not really doing anything with his life. So that's really the reason. Why does why he deserve that dollar? You know what I mean? That's probably what people are thinking. Like, why does he deserve that? So in retrospect to your statement, why do you deserve your client's business when they look at you on social media? That's the story that you have to tell them. Right. Like, why? Like, how are you going to sell to these people? Whatever it is, whatever your offer may be. Like, what is going to be the emotional attachment? Like, so how can you be relatable and also be able to monetize through this connection that you've made through these people? That's mm. a bar. That is a bar. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> Just so you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> definitely right. See, I don't, like, see I'm, 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 here. I'm absorbing it.
No, no, I'm not hitting the button. No, no, I'm not hitting the button. In. I don't want them already right. Like, yeah, already taking done. this one in. That was good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, see, he's a closer. I don't good. even know what to say to that. <laughs> he like closed it. With yeah, like, yeah it's just, it's just, it. that was good. No, it's man. Link down below. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just the even like my per, my perception of myself. I often have to go back and evaluate and make sure that I am accepting of what it is that I'm putting out there because I'm my biggest critic. And then I also have to go to sleep at night and be acceptable. Like, cause I'm not somebody you like only time you possibly may see me dancing is if like I'm at a party or something, I really dance, but you're not going to see me busting no TikTok dances. <laughs> right. Like that's just not, now, it's just not me, now for when you, when creating, is it, is there such thing as like creating something that's just like corny? Like how do you avoid Hell yeah. being corny? I say it all the time. <laughs> like, like, you made a face. You was like, well, I mean, it's a lot of corny shit going on, but sometimes corny works. It's just studying what's out there, studying what's working, and put your spin on it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So look at the top 10 people that's doing what you would like to do and put your spin on that. Yeah. Bing bong. It's based on what you like to do. That's really it. And like, I, I, I love, like, I love to express myself. I love to dance. And, but it's also what am I comfortable sharing with the public about myself right. because do i want you to know me for this no i don't because i don't feel like people take tiktok dancers serious and what i do is serious money serious so i'm like i'm not going to jeopardize my perception based on me trying to get some damn likes and damn hearts so I'm just, that's just me personally. And then here come P about to be. <laughs> no, ready. he's ready. Go for <laughs> no. it. <laughs> no, I, I would just take it to myself. Like, you know, we buy perception every day, right? Like we all do from the brands that we wear, Nike, uh, like jewelry, right? Like we buy, we buy things to have a perception. Everything we buy is to have a perception, whether it be a nice couch, whether it be nice cameras, it's the perception of, it's on this level. Yeah. So perception is the level that you're at, according to the people. How do you think people perceive you now? Uh, I wish I could change my perception. Like people just think I'm big, rich. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and no, I didn't talk about this real quick because people just assume that I'm just like super de duper rich. And what I try to tell people is like, you know, unfortunately, when how I grew up, I was never taught finance, right? I'm just now really getting into finance and how to fix my finance, stuff like that. So I'll give you a great example, right? Yes, I have expensive things. Yes, I make money. But unfortunately, every time I've entered a different tax bracket, my bills have always went up, right? As soon as I start making more money, big house. As soon as we start making more money, new cars. As soon as we start making more money, bust down. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, you don't really get a chance to, you know, Keep the Hyundai and stack your bread, stack your bread, build your assets and, and right. you know, really do the right things for it. You just so, I was so busy on building perception. But does that perception pay off? It does, but at some point you have to change, right? right. The perception for me worked because now I'm consistently making money, right? But at what point do I have enough perception to start Leveraging that into some real assets now. Right. So where you can pull where you can pull up in maybe the BMW. Yeah. No, no past that. It. We already got that. I'm talking about like Rolls Royces, Lamborghinis every day. You know I'm what I'm saying? I'm talking about I wanna go no so I, I feel that like yeah, like I like I just I just got rid of a stupid car that was like, oh my God. 
So, but I feel like I want to Mr. Numbers is about to enter the building. I want to go. I got to hear about this. Why was that car stupid? Because of the numbers. That's what I was saying. Let's smash some numbers. Here he goes. Here he goes. Oh, man. So, like, I literally, like, for me, it would be getting to the point where I can, like, don't even have to entertain the Rolls Royces and stuff, and I could walk around in my Crocs and you know just like my Nike, my Nike cotton shorts and my socks, and I got you know like eight nine figures just sitting away. But hold on, See, DJ, that's, but, a, that's like I, that's how I live. That's like comfortable to me. You know right. what I mean? But, but you, also, you have to look at your competition. Though. Point, though you have to work into a point. Who, who's your competition? Like think of the knowledge what that you have, right? What no, no, no. But exactly, my point. You could walk around in Crocs because you don't have too much competition, yeah. right? But when you have a field like, if you have a field you that is so, if it's very competitive, and it's yeah. a bunch of people. What separates you? Right. It's your story. Yeah. It's your perception, and it's your quality. Right. You get what I'm saying? So. This ad is brought to you by Capital Gains. Peace, everyone. It is the Prince of Hemp, DJ Bay, and I am here to give you good news. We have finally launched our mastermind. Go to DJBayMastermind.com and you can see all of our exclusive content from podcasts with Karis, One, Hakeem Green, and we have ebooks education material, documents, anything that you need in order to increase your wealth in order so you know how you better scale your business model. Make sure you join today. Peace. I'm say, I, I say that, but I'm also the same person who will pop out in some gators and a three-piece suit and stuff. But, you know, like, but I'm going to say when me and P first met, I popped up on him in some Nike shorts and some crack. Right. And I made you change it. <laughs> I said, yo, bro, what you doing here, bro? Like straight up and down, bro. You get too much money to have that perception, bro. Bro, but I also don't be wanting people to know how much money I get. I'm not saying you got to pull out in a Lambo. Like, we being extreme, we being funny and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, like, you don't want to be the guy in the 98 Corolla and... But is it that bad if I, if I got 20 racks in my pocket? They don't know that, though. Yeah, Why not a 98 Corolla. So, are you, it, it, okay, it where also, are you at? Are you building? It also depends on what we doing, though. So, am I... So Right now, you building I, the business. Right now. You you building up I'm, offers. I'm always people. building a business. Okay, so people, you want people to buy into what you selling, mm -hmm. but do you have what the people want in their life? They don't know what they want, but they think they do. <laughs> I tell them what they want. That's the that's the beauty of marketing. When you understand, like I said, you know I'm not lying. That's I know, but what I'm saying is like to the average person, right? <laughs> average person wants a nice house, a nice car, mm -hmm. and passive income, right? Yeah. So if you're selling that and you can get them that, but every day you just, you know, you just ethica draws in some socks. It's like, you get what I'm saying? But, yeah, but you I, can't do that. So, no. You can't do yes, that. All yes, the time. you can. You yes, can. you can. The you only can. Time because that works that used to be me. someone else is edifying you in the room. No, right. No, I'm going to tell or you. On social media, right. Or on social media. Right. No, no, no. Like, I'm oh, that's DJ. He's actually doing what he's right. doing. Right. Don't mind him in the drugs and That's just DJ. That's just what he do. I'm going to tell you. But you can avoid that. I'm gonna tell you if, why if I you work because out. I walk out yeah. on my balcony on my in my penthouse but down think, in Miami and I just show you like how I'm living see, regardless of okay, what I'm see, wearing. That's what I mean. Like, cause I, I I also feel that I think all the all it takes is a few good times to just be like, bow, pull out in the, you know what I mean, right. to something nice. Boom, show it off the whip, show off the crib, you know what I mean. But then every day or like you know every every every. Like, and but sometimes perception you gotta put it in people's face, bro. No, of right, course right. I, I get that, but. 
pause. You know? Yeah, that no, was, that was, that's not a pause. Not for me. <laughs> so, so, so. <laughs> don't bring that. Don't bring that energy. <laughs> I was about to hit the button. I'm not going to do it. I almost went along with you. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Why would you do that? All right, let me ask y'all this then. Um, so, all right, perception, right, is more so the way you guys are describing it. It's like a way to elevate yourself or make yourself seem um, better than the competition, right? But is there a way that perception can work the other way in the sense that, like Bill Gates, for example, right? You were saying he wore sandals, white shirt, just living his best life, right? Mm -hmm. Does that work backwards too? Yeah. As opposed to not being elevated, just being the relatable guy. If yeah, your perception no, is no, all bodies inviting Bill. Well, if you if your if, if your perception is all false, if you're building a false perception, that can definitely work against you because you're a liar. Mm, that part. That's good. You get what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, but that isn't that like a that's like 90 Okay, all right, no no, I'll give you an example. Though. Give an example, right? If you can rent a Rolls-Royce a rent, to rent a Rolls Royce might cost you anywhere from twelve hundred to fifteen hundred dollars a day, right? Yeah. Depending on who you know, right? You still have to pay that money, right? So regardless, you're not a homeless man that doesn't have anything, right? That's just renting a Rolls Royce, right? So what you I'm got saying, some type of money, right? You have some type of money, so that's not all the way false, right? But y'all remember that video when my man had tried to jump out the chopper and then he had his bags on the side and, and, they, and the door was closed. Yeah, was closed. I didn't see that. <laughs> oh my god, he jumped out. Of the so he was just fraud. The door never closed. So, but that's what I'm fraud. saying. How can you jump out so, of a helicopter? All right. So you, your question was, how does it backfire on you when the <laughs> like people that. call you? When the people find out that you're a fraud, because people do their investigations online, they are looking at everything, right? He ain't really to see who if you say it. He not really buying. That's not really. He don't got no money. You get what I'm saying? He's not yeah. really real. So that's when it goes against you, and it's hard to come back from just false perception than it is just putting a little sauce on your perception. Yeah. Boy, the work. The, so the work has to come with the perception that you're trying to build. 100. You actually gotta be. You building this. You gotta be show and prove. And when show you proof. run like when y'all run like these businesses and you utilize like social media like your Yelp. Oh yes, please believe what people say about your business will help or hurt it. So don't be talking crazy to people in your comments, fam. Because the especially if you're doing business out here, because these people will turn around and they will completely destroy everything that you're doing. So, like once again, your silence is very powerful. Are you speaking from experience? Hell no! Can't nobody oh, tear okay. down what I built. <laughs> All right, gangster. Crazy! Don't, don't, shoot. <laughs> don't shoot! Don't shoot! <laughs> what? Might tear down what I built. Like one of the businesses you know? that I have. <laughs> 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 one of the businesses that I have, I actually rent out luxury cars. So I'll pick up the car, I'm videotaping it, showing my client that's picking it up. Mm -hmm. I had my son in one of these vehicles one day and I think about a week ago, some girl's like, yeah, I seen you, you bought a Lambo. So in her perception, I had bought the Lambo, right. but I never said I bought a Lambo. It just was showing my son and myself right. enjoying the Lambo. And yeah. why, does she, why does she think that? Because of the perception that you've already built. True. Yeah. When you pull up in a Rolls Royce, the first thing everybody gonna say is, "This nigga pulled up in a Rolls Royce." Right. The next thing is, "Was well, it his?" And you, you know what I mean? And is it? You, you, I, well, me, I would ask. No, no, no. <laughs> you, no you, you're right, but but past that point, once they kind of fizzle that out, it's like, yeah. 
damn, he in a Rolls Royce. But you also watch the person who gets out of the car too. Right, 100%. Yeah. And, 100%. The, and the demeanor. How they going look. On. You're looking at right. the outfits. Exactly. I'm right. stepping people out trying to, People are trying to match everything yeah. up. I'm getting out the Rolls Royce and Crocs. Fam. See, this <laughs> doesn't add up. <laughs> I don't know. The okay. math ain't math. So, but sometimes math. I have something to say about that. So in 2019, when I was 800 credit score, mm-hmm. I had so much money in the bank. I had 800's credit score. I bought six cars from two dealerships. Oh, shit. I went in my Nipsey Hustle t-shirt, mm. jeans, and flip-flops. That's how I went buying these cars because it was one of those things where it's like, I'm not showing up in no suit and stuff like that. I got credit. Right. They're going to respect me because mm. I have this. So your credit was your perception. Yeah. So So when is it, when is it wise not to... Not to, to just kind of like bring it down a notch, you know what I mean? Not wear the, not wear the jewelry, not wear the chains. And when is it wise clothes. not to do it? Yeah, when is it wise not to do it? I mean, in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> never. Well, never, shit. Answer, yeah. never. Great answer, actually. You know, I mean, no, no, like she, no, she said, down. she said in the hood, you know, for sure, for no. sure. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, be, yeah. no, 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 fuck that. <laughs> be you, bro. Like, like if I'm aware, I'm aware. Like, for example, if whatever I'm wearing today, I'm yeah. not changing it. Yeah. So wherever I go. I'm going. I'm not, but I'm not about to walk you're in the hood. Not, you're not in no. Melrose driving no. down the street with that on. I was on, well, no, no, no. I was on Melrose with all my jewelry on. Because remember the guy when we um, when we rented that slingshot and I had all my jewelry on, he was like, yo, bro, uh, you might not want to be driving that with all your jewelry on. I'm, sorry, I'm not taking my fucking, and that was pride, right? Yeah. That was pride. No, no. I, that was pride. That was pride. That was stupid. I had no strap on me. It's LA. Boy, listen, yeah. Right. God had me that day. Though, but so I will I cool. say he did check in. There you go. We talked about checking in. Before. Right, right, right. No, I, I called my, yo, yeah, bro. Yo, I'm here, bro. Yo, I'm doing my thing. Da, 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 da. All right, homie's going to pull up on you, my nigga. All right, cool. You feel me? Bad. It's a done deal. Then that's it. Damn. Oh, that's Peter Parker? Yeah, no. <laughs> Perception. Good. Perception. I do have to ask this question then. Um, as far as what's the best way for a beginner to, I guess, find a way to leverage or how, how should they even move when it comes to personal branding? Like, are you trying to put yourself on this pedestal? Should you be authentic? Like, what do you guys Yo, think? Tell your like, story. The average guy, like, the how do you first thing is just tell your story. Tell your story. Who are you? Why should I care? Right? Like, what's your struggles? What have you gone through? Because everybody, there's millions of people that have gone through the same struggle as us. We're just looking for somebody to relate to. Mm-hmm. So all you have to do is literally be like, yo, um, my name is such and such. You know, I have my T-shirt line right now. Let me tell you what it means to me. For the last five years, I've been homeless or going through this, that, and the third. And I created this T-shirt line not only to change my life, but my family's life. And this is what it means to me. Fuck what the T-shirt say. I'm buying it because, damn, homie, I feel that. I remember when I was homeless, right? And, right. and I'm going to just resonate with that. And he's going to get that sale off of that. And as that brand builds up and as your quality builds up and as your company builds up, you just start to make more and more sales. Hey, fam. Good. I ain't gonna hold you. Really some of y'all, audio, I'm gonna some of y'all who don't got a story, good. That was you good, better like, fake it till you make it. Nobody said you can't make a fiction story. You know, you some of y'all great storytellers, especially like I, I done met some great Virgo storytellers. Like you, this is people from the rip. Yeah. <laughs> it's a diss track right here. No, for real though. But it's just like 
everybody doesn't live an amazing life. Like, yo, I got a world record for breaking bricks. I'm a black belt. I got like almost 20 different businesses. Yeah, all this stuff sounds amazing. A lot of people don't have those type of things that they can just say. But what you do have is a brain and more than likely you have an imagination and you can develop something in order to associate a story with the particular offer or right. brand. Because everybody like, it's really some boring people out here, bro. But that don't mean that they don't have the ability not to get bread. Right. But I give you something easy, right? I give you something easy for everybody, right? You know what you can always record? Consistency. Because mm. most people don't have it. Most people in the world, probably 90% don't have consistency. So think about this. I work out, right? I mean, I know it probably don't look like it, but I work out, right? I lost 100 pounds, right? I'm not, no I'm not known. I don't have a six pack. I'm not known as the workout guy. Right. Right. But as I posted my story and just said, hey, everybody, my goal is just to lose 100 pounds. Right. I'm going to try to lose this shit in 100 fucking days. I called it the 100 day, 100 pound challenge. People looked at me like I was nuts, but I just recorded my fucking journey. Hey, right. guys, I've been I, I don't like being this way and I'm looking to change my health around. This is what I'm doing. Recorded it every day. Most people's like, you know, congratulate me. Some people have different things to say. Cool. Mm -hmm. But the journey, as you show the consistency of it. Right. I'm somebody in the film world, right? In the video world, not somebody in the workout world. I became the guy that you asked to, yo, bro, um, how'd you lose weight? What are you eating? What's your diet plan? What's this? I'm not a trainer. I'm just giving my story and I'm just showing you, right? And then I just become that person. Now I'm the 100, 800 pound guy. I swear to God, I was in Target one day in, in a different city. And they're like, yo, you're Mr. 100 pounds, 100 days. I'm like, what? <laughs> People sleep on the power. No idea. That's crazy. Yep. That's awesome. I actually became vegan because I saw your stories. Yep. You see what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm not the health yeah. guru. I just put my story out there, told my story, mm -hmm. right? And then I just consistently started recording myself. Yeah, you never Every know day. who you could be a beacon of light to. Yep. I'm going to throw a little curveball and we're going to wrap up here after this. Ready? Studio audience, right now we have my little sister here. Brandon, okay. slide to your left real quick. Sis, sit on the right side here. And I want you to give her advice, both of you, to start a business in two minutes. Can you do that? Yeah. You sure? Tough, well, tough thing. I'm not, you want to bet on it? You want to no, go, so go first? Ready? Slide to the left, switch with her real quick. You ready? Uh oh. Okay. Yeah, we're going to do it live. You're in it. Throwing a curveball. Yeah. Two minutes. Go ahead. Yeah. Ready? So, um, I can ask the question, or you can ask the question. Um, what would be the best business for you to start? Because you haven't started a business, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. So, oh, do you want to ask the question or should I? <laughs> I'll ask the question. What business should she start? What would you say to a client like this? Whoever wants to go first. Okay. I, I can go. Mm -hmm. So, um, do you have a company name in mind? Or do you, have any, do you have any idea of what it is that you would like to do? That's always my first question. What is it that you want to do? No, I actually don't. Okay, so what is it that you are good at? Do you have a list of at least 10 things that you would like slash love to do? You know, now that I'm put on spot, like, I feel like it's all a blur. So. No, it's all good. It's um, um, simple things like, um, do you do hair? Do you sing? Um, do you like doing content creation? Do you draw? Simple stuff, simple things like that. Okay. Any things that you may have as a hobby. Okay. Well, so that's what y'all asking me, what my hobbies are? Pretty no, much something so that you like slash love to do. DJ is the guy that's going to help you figure out what you love to do mm -hmm. so that you know... You, 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 business. Right. You turn that to a business, right? 
But what what so you will probably come to a guy like me first and then you go to him, right? Mm -hmm. So what I'm gonna tell you straight up, right now, you don't know what you wanna do, right? Mm -hmm. But you need some money. Yeah. You got I a phone do. on you? I do. You have a mobile phone? I do. iPhone probably? Probably, yeah. Okay, cool. You have an iPhone. All right, let's get some money tomorrow. Like, so it's late right now, so you probably can't go into any business right now. But tomorrow, right? That's what you're going to do. You're going to go into 50 different local businesses and restaurants, right? You're going to go into 50 different local businesses and restaurants, and you're going to say, hey, guys, I own a social media marketing company, and I do cool reels for dope businesses that I like, right? You're going to go in and say this. You're going to do a bunch of different reels. Let's say you do 10 reels, 10 different cool reels for that business. You're going to go home, edit it up, make it cool. Look at people that do that on social media. Look at the trends, kind of follow them, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to come back to those same stores that allowed you to do that. Out of those 50, let's say you get five, mm -hmm. right? So those five people, you're going to go back and say, hey, this is the content I just created for your Instagram. These people, these, these new videos right now are going to get you way more views than you had on your Instagram right there. I also do this consistently. Yeah. So here go my packages. My packages are, we start at $1,000 for these mini reels, and then you, you know you go on and on from there. So now, they didn't ask you, who have you done this for? Well, let's say they say that. Like, who have you done this for, right? Mm -hmm. You remember those, remember those 10 people that let you do it? Yeah. Those are your testimonies now. They don't know you did those for free as well. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't know that you just asked 10, 50 people. They just know, oh shit, you've worked with this brand? You've worked with that brand? Oh yeah, I have. You don't have to know that I did it for free. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Okay. So now you got tomorrow, boom, you just made five bands tomorrow. Straight like that. And I've done it. So I know with nothing, with a cell phone, literally went into a bunch of different places. Hey, let me just do this for you for free. You don't even have to like to do it. It's just about making the money so you can get it. You can have money to do what you would like to do. Right. And then it just leads to different things. It leads to um, different opportunities. You meet new people and you're going on and on from there. So where did you start? Start where? Like marketing or, or just in general? I don't even know what you do. Like okay. So my name is Peter Parker. I'm, uh, I got known for music videos. So I started off as a music video director. I got signed when I fresh out of college to Deshaun Jackson, who played for the Philadelphia Eagles, the wide receiver. Mm -hmm. um, he, I did music videos for his artists. Then I went on to get signed to Gilly the Kid from Philadelphia, who has probably the number one podcast out, Million Dollars Worth of Game. And then I just launched my career from there. Uh, while I was shooting music videos, I was like, damn, most of y'all not getting no views. So I'm not getting no exposure, right? So I was like, I'm going to find out how to market these videos so I can get paid for the marketing of it and the shooting of it. And then I fell in love with marketing. And then I, I did a course called um, to Ty Lopez. He's an uh, entrepreneur. He teaches people how to build social media marketing companies. Mm -hmm. I took his course, right? Paid 1200 took his course, and I made 70000 my first three months, and I was on and on from there. So the things that I'm telling you to do is something that I pay for somebody else to learn. I'm just here to give away the free game because I'm like, I would want, I would love to have somebody taught me that. It's crazy that you say that because, like, I've been doing music for about, like, 10 years now. Mm-hmm. But like when it comes to like the marketing aspect of it and like the views and all of that, it just kind of made me not necessarily give up, but it's just like, y'all don't care. Right. I ain't even going to, you know. So now like I'm kind of, it's not even that I don't know what I'm good at or what I want to do. It's just like a new start kind of. You, 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 you do music? I do music, yes. Yeah. It, it takes money to do music. It does. So- 
all I'm telling you how to do is make some money so you can fund your dreams. And then we can go into a marketing conversation of how you market your music, mm -hmm. right? How to spend a hundred dollars and let a thousand people see it. And marketing is like the Apollo, right? I can pay to put you in front of a million people, whether they boo or cheer is up to them. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So you're going to find out whether you can make it as an artist by what the people, if the people like it or not. Now, granted, you can always get better. You can always have an audience grow with you. But if you find a few people that like you, you just have to keep finding those few people. Keep finding those few people. Keep finding those few that's people. That's your audience. That's your mm -hmm. audience. And those are the people that's at your show. Really good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, sorry. I, I think that was a little longer than two minutes, but no. I'm passionate, so I just got a little carried away. My bad. <laughs> no, and you know, see, you came out and you said what it is that you do. It just took a while for you to get comfortable because you said you do music. Mm -hmm. When you said do music, do you write, produce? Um, yeah. Sing, rap. I sing, rap. Um, I w I dabbled with audio engineering, but I'm not gonna say I'm a producer or anything okay. like that. But you know, I love the. I love the culture of it. Like, I love telling my story, you know? Um, I think it's just more so of, if you don't have the money, how are they gonna hear you? You know what I mean? So, like, you'll get caught into, you know, paying your bills, going to work, doing like the everyday life thing. And it's like, you don't really have enough to invest in what you're actually passionate about. Right. You know what you I should do? Mm -hmm. Fiverr. No, no, no. I got I something better for you. You know how you just described your struggle? Mm -hmm. That's your struggle. You want to be an artist, but you're not, you can't be heard. Mm -hmm. You go on a platform like TikTok that gets you free views from people that don't even follow you. And you tell that story every day. The story every you just day. told us is what you monetize yeah. in order to leverage. So Because like, you made me, you connected with us. Like, we feel you now. Like, before, I didn't even know who you were. And it's like, oh, what's up? Your name is, okay, cool. But when you told me your struggle, we just connected. Now I'm like, damn, what you mean? You Okay, now I'm engaged, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing that's going to happen on social media. Through connection come monetary support. Okay. Well, that's definitely, you know, something to think about. You know, I appreciate it. Don't think that. too long, though. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, that's what my brother said. No, I'm just, I'm telling, listen. He tells me that every day. I'm telling you, just say fuck it. Yeah. Your word of tomorrow is fuck it. I'm just going to post tomorrow. I don't give a fuck if two people see it. That's a fact. Because like even a lot of people, they get like, and Tani made a very valid point about not looking at the comments. When you first start out, you should not look at the comments. You should not look at the likes. You should not look at the views. Just develop Do the it. content. Put it out. Put it yeah. out. Be consistent. Put it out. You check all that stuff six months later down the line, fam. And you can't, you can't give me no excuses until you say, I have a hundred pieces of content that I put out for this one particular thing. That should be your law, your number law. No, so I'm entitled to give excuses then. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, no, we all do, but I'm saying, you say you want to be an artist, right? Do you have any songs recorded? Yeah, I have an album. Okay, cool. Yeah. I need 100 pieces of content per record. If you could do that, you serious. Okay. 100 pieces of content. Look at what content's popping. Look at what content's easy to do, whether it be you just singing right here. Hey, guys, I'm on a podcast. I'm going to spit this verse for y'all. Well, it could be so simple, right? You need 100 pieces of content. Even pushing your music and your own content and sharing your music with other people in order to run it into their reels, mm -hmm. like these are other ways that you lever. And then also, if you ask Cap and BMI tied in, you start getting spins. Capital gains.